Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, looking pretty in pink, Mr. Andy Molitor. How are you? And I like that Gophers hat. That's a nice Gophers hat. They have some yeah, ugly ones. That one's subtle. This one, yeah, it, it is nice. It's it's just like slate gray. It's it's uh, slight. I got my kid a uh, Bulldogs hat. He doesn't understand sports really yet. He's too young to get it, but he loves that there's a dog on it. It's a Georgia Georgia Bulldog. It's a great way to start. Must travel. Yeah, he's, he has to wear it every – he's not even allowed to wear them at school. you got to put it in your locker immediately, but he loves wearing that every day. So, yes, get yourself a good hat. Fall in love with it. Wear it the rest of your life. I'm having a pretty good Friday. A couple props came in yesterday. I was given some false hope on Corey Connors. Hey, he's not playing as well today. A lot of golf left. I'm looking for some carnage this afternoon. I didn't even play round two matchups. Well, also because I fell asleep early last night. But like looking at the uncertainty with the wind, because it's not just, hey, how how fast will this wind get going today? It's like how you know what direction will this wind be facing? Will we have a change in direction? Will we be getting headwinds into some of the back holes? It's it's also probably going to be nasty regardless this afternoon. Like there's there's going to be a heavier winds. There's going to be stronger gusts. So it's uh, it's kind of a crapshoot. I know there's a couple people that like uh, uh, cockrack today. I might tickle a little of that, but uh, other than that, I'm going to take it easy. Just let let some of these full full uh, tournament positions sort themselves out. Some of my guys are playing awful. Uh, as you can see, my I did. Left. A lot of golf left. I did do a very small tickle bet on the uh, the one we talked about with James on Wednesday. The over, and for some reason, I thought it was over eighty five and a half. I had to go back and check. It's over eighty six and a half. Someone, how was it phrased? Worst, not worst score, highest scoring round. Yeah, and it was over eighty six and a half. So. Uh, daily almost got there, and then some of these club pros had had a hell of a time. So, my guy Tyler Collett, and I almost felt I felt bad. I posted it, and then somebody I don't even want to call it snitch tagged. He just tagged the guy in it because <laughs> he has a funny he has a funny uh, uh, Twitter handle. It's like watch him call it with his last name. Get it. It's like a little play on words. Oh my god! I hope he doesn't see this now. I feel bad. Like I made a hundred bucks off the the worst round of golf you've had as like a professional uh, that was also televised. Especially since uh, they televised everything, and the uh, some of those you know those tour pros they wouldn't normally show, but like they they had those the round was on until it was over. So they were showing some you know golfers that normally wouldn't get TV time like all by themselves and there was only a few guys left on the course, but thank you, Tyler Collett to your 88 um, Cam Davis top Aussie round one only uh, was nine to one. That's something I gave out on approaching the green. That was a nice little hit. Weird no, hold, no. Yeah, it was, well, it was like the, it gave us the first round leader market and then right. underneath it, it was like, and then it was first round leader Australia. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to see about this. And then, you know, I just ran my number. Like I said, on approaching the green, I ran my numbers. All my Australians were so closely bunched outside of the, the two really bad ones. I'm like, well, I'm just going to play the nine to one. And I mean, he won it by like three strokes. So good job there. No hole in ones yet. That was lovely. couple close calls. But honestly, you bet the no on hole in one. You're just, you're dodging bullets all weekend. 
We'll get half the field Love out the of wind. here. Yeah, get get the wind kicked up. We'll get half the field out of here starting to, at, at the end of the day, and I think smooth sailing into the weekend. So I will have some I'll have some head-to-heads tonight for round three for sure. If I play anything today, I'll post it on Twitter. I'll post it on the app. Otherwise, yeah, let's just go. I don't know who my – Corey Connors is five over today. Like he is quickly taking himself out of Still contention. Still top Canadian. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, he still is the top Canadian. I think make the cut your top Canadian. So I'm not sure who my best outright to root for right now is. Not sure where Patty Reed is. I knew Paul Casey would continue to play well, but uh you have any yeah, Neiman? Let's, uh, no, I usually do. I love that guy too. Connors is not, you know, Connors is not out of it by any means. He just needs to get get his shit in the get a little. Um who's my uh is it Usti? It's my Ustenhusen. Is in the top twenty. He is only what four strokes off the lead. So let's go, South Africans. The top two players right now are both South African in Grace and Bezudenhut, which is yeah. easier for me. I love that name. So Christian. Well, uh, yeah, we'll get more into golf, more into golf uh, tonight as I put some round three matchups up. But basketball, one last basketball game today. I know you have a play for that. And then tomorrow we'll just kind of <clears throat> hit this all at once as we say it. Heat go to Milwaukee. Mavs go to LA to play the Clippers. Celtics head to the Barclays to play the Nets. Is that where they play still? Indeed. The Barclays Center right. in Brooklyn, which they have tickets, folks. If you want to go. If you want to go, you can go to that. And available. the Mile High City will play host to the Trailblazers. That's the series with the most intrigue, I think, for you from a betting standpoint. But, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, you have a look tonight and then a look for – what is this, a Sunday game? Yeah, that'll be on Sunday. So the Warriors, yeah. this is tonight, the play-in game. Uh, I was taking a look at the line, you know, kind of missed the, va- the, the boat on the spread. This opened around three, three and a half. Congrats to you if you got it. It's at four and a half. Looks like it might even move out to five. I like the team total here, though, over 112 and a half. You know, I have this closer to 115 and a half, almost 116. 112 and a half is fine. 113 is good, too. Probably draw the line right about there. I know it's going to be more of a playoff-type pace here, but we should have plenty of possessions. Curry's looking very good. We should have no trouble scoring against this Memphis team, similar to what he did with the Lakers. I think that we'll see some of the other Golden State Warriors. Again, it's just a solid matchup for them overall. And at the same time, if they're going to win and cover this game, I think they are going to have to put up a big number. Um, you know, Memphis is going to be up and down, and I think they'll be able to score a, a decent amount of points. As I started to look at the total, though, not as much value there. I, th- I think this is the, the best angle that we have. So as much as, you know, I do lean over, I do lean the Warriors on the spread, I, th- I think I'd rather take this team total over. Yeah, so I mean, you think they, you think they're in, you think they win, you think they get this done, get into the, what is this? The this is the play for the eight seed. Yeah, and I, I was so good with the chart a couple of days ago, <laughs> and I've already kind of like the the way they space these out. I keep thinking like, hey, tomorrow's the real playoffs, right? And then you look, and there's just one game. It's like, God damn it, it's just almost there. never, never gonna get there tomorrow. Tomorrow we're there. So, all right, I, I would agree with you there. I'd like to see the Warriors in there, a fun team, even in a. Really tough series for them. Don't think they get out of there, but a few more games with Steph and the boys would be fun. Yeah, and then the Sixers are playing on Sunday. This just opened up. There's an expensive six and a half. I look for the seven. I think the seven's better. I think this is fine at the seven and a half. Um, Not quite eight, maybe a smaller play at eight. The Sixers are going to be hosting 
Um, the Washington Wizards, who you know got the win last night, but continued to look kind of clunky, really relying heavily on Russell Westbrook. Bradley Beal looked a little bit better. Achimura had a nice game, but the Sixers should have absolutely no trouble here against this team. I think that they're going to win by double digits. I would have this number closer to nine, almost nine and a half myself. So just a nice spot for the Sixers. They're going to be at home. There will be fans there. They should be rested. Everyone will be there and focused for the first playoff game um, at the Wells Fargo Center since last year. So Sixers, we're laying the points. I was just going to ask, I don't know all that. Is there, is there any of these series like where there, there's just no fans still? It's back and forth. There, there's a bunch, I, right? It's it's like half it's, and half. I think just about everyone has fans except Portland. I'm not sure that Portland's yeah. opened up yet. I know Oregon's still pretty tight. But I know Denver, I think, has some small number of fans. Boston has fans. Brooklyn, again, you can get tickets. The L.A. teams, I believe they're going to let fans back in um, the L.A. arena for the playoffs. So I think everyone will have some level of fans. But I know that the Sixers stadium will be, I think, just about half full, the almost Palestra? half full. But the game, the game's towards the end of the season. It looked about a third to 40% full, so maybe they'll let a few more people in. But Sixers home court advantage in the Wells Fargo Center should be back. I'm jacked for that. As we, we, I mean, we talked about that the other day. I talked about that with the Jay from Points Bet. The, uh, it's just exciting to have fans back, especially in some of these good arenas like Madison's. Like it, it, when we had that Bills game at the end of the NFL season, there, I think it was the Bills playoff game, and however many fans in there, it sounded like they were over capacity, like over capacity for no, like it just sounded so loud because you're so got so used to the weirdness and like the fake fan noise you could tell was fake. So I will be very pumped to watch some playoff series with some fans going, especially like those Knicks fans are going to be nuts because it's been so long. And really, even the Sixers, like this has been a long time coming. Like this team was supposed to be good five years ago. Like this, uh, the trusting, trusting the process took a while. So the true process trusters out there are going to be very, uh, very excited to finally, hopefully, reap some rewards from this. Well, we're, it feels like we're back for the first time since Kawhi Leonard is sitting on his butt in the corner watching the ball, defy physics, and bounce and roll in, and then everybody's making fun of Joel Embiid for crying. God forbid somebody care. Go away, everyone. And then last year <laughs> was just a total dud. We finally got rid of Brett Brown, but we're back. I mean, I've said this a bunch of times. This is the best chance the Sixers have had in my lifetime of winning the championship. This is a much better team than they had no one and a much more open field. So I'm excited. I couldn't be more happy about this. And just to be clear, Patrick, Eagles fans beat each other up. Sixers fans just scream obscenities at each other's and other teams. As I've joked about, I look forward to yelling obscenities at Knicks fans in the next round. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to be secondhand fan here. I'm going to adopt the 76ers because you're, you know, you're my co-host here, and I, I want to see you happy. So I will I be, I will be cheer, and, and I have an Eastern Conference Finals ticket. Like <laughs> I'd like them to win that, but gee, I will, gee, I, I will cheer for them to be greasing up the poles in a couple months to keep you uh, <laughs> lunatics from climbing up and hurting yourself it's in be great. the greater, the greater Philadelphia area. So, yes, it'll be. Uh, I think, yeah, hopefully they just beat the ever living tar out of, uh, out of Washington. I'm sick of. I'm sick of like uh, Russell Westbrook is great. Russell Westbrook's one of the best players. He's just, he's in this weird spot where like nobody likes him and he might not go down in history all that well because he just doesn't have the team success. So kind of a goofy dude. Yeah. I'd like to see the wizards just go away. That'd be fine with me. So Sixers and four, let's go a little bit of tennis going on here and there. Um, again, with the funny timing, uh, what you sent me was, 
funny, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I am going to post this here, so I, I'm not even up to that. Uh, I got the basketball back up, but this is this is what we went with for tennis. We don't have a line. We don't have an opponent. an opponent, but Coco is still in the – Coco, we were just discussing this in the tennis chat. She's playing well. She's had some nice results. We've got more matches on her to bet on. She's sneaky good on clay, and, yeah, um, who is this? I'm not good with pronunciations. Who is this opponent she has there? Uh, this is whoever. Uh, this is anybody who wins the – so it'll be Sloan Stevens or Wang Jiang, and I just want to pull up the score here quickly. Wang Jiang won the first set, but I was actually poking around and thinking about some Sloan Stevens live stuff here. Um, I, I don't really care who it is. We're going to take over 21 if they give us 21. And to give you kind of a more full picture, so yeah, Wang Jiang took the first set 6-2. Sloan Stevens is up a break in the second set. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But at the end of the day, if it's Wang Jiang, I think we'll get a chance at 20 and a half, maybe a cheap 21. I, I like that number quite a bit. If it's Sloan Stevens, it might be an expensive 21 or a cheap 21 and a half. I would actually play the juice on that point on the 21. Well, minus 115, minus 120 is okay. I, I wouldn't want to have the half game there looming over me at that point. But and the over two and a half sets again, plus 160 or better. If it's Wang Jiang, I think we'll have closer to plus 170. If it is Stevens, and again, that kind of 21, 21 and a half scenario, it might be plus 150, plus 155. So you'll have to pass on that. But, you know, again, it's something I'm going to be betting, and I know that we won't get a chance to talk about it. If you want, you can follow me on Twitter at underscore nukes. It'll be there. I'll get it out on BetsBirds as soon as I can um, as well. But that's kind of what we're setting up for here, Andy. We've got golf. We're going to take the over. Fingers crossed that it's Wang Jiang and we get 20 and a half. Or if it's Stevens, we get 21. And again, that two and a half sets price. Well, plus 160 or better in either scenario should be good. So anybody in golf, over. I can get down with that. Um, as far as the, the rest of it goes, what do you have outside of have the – somebody did ask about that too. The price you bet last night or yesterday um, – that was not available very many oh, places. That was that was a bad number right away, and like it, it didn't Congrats go to anybody away. That got in early. Yeah, it didn't go away immediately. It just it took some it took some other people to bet, uh, or some other books to open. Uh, some of the offshores opened at some very different numbers than that. So it was uh, it was pretty wild what we got for a number on that. You have the Blazers minus one and a half games. And is that, I mean, is that it? And the Knicks to win four to three. As uh, I look at each series, go. you know, you've got the Lakers and the Phoenix Suns. I'm seeing plus 140 right now as the Suns price. It's actually a little lower at other places. You know, pass on that number, maybe to look for some sort of offshores have these fun combo markets, Suns to win the first game and win the series. Something like that, um, I think, is kind of a nice thing to put together. You know, game by game, you know, maybe just look at the Suns on the spread here in the first game, especially in the first half will be an angle that I look at. Need to do a little more digging there, but I think that's how you can attack that series. You know, Clippers at Mavericks. Clippers are minus 400. There might be a little bit of value in the Mavericks at 3-1, to one, but it's just not something I'm interested in betting. The Clippers game, you know, it looks like that it's minus 5, and it's creeping down a little bit. I'm curious about that. I might talk myself into a Clippers bet in game one. You know, we touched on the Heat and Bucks, I think, already. 
it's just tough to trust the Miami Heat pulling themselves together. The Knicks, I like them to win that series in seven games. So we'll take them 4-3. Again, I like them in the, as the home team here. I might look at some other angles as well, but just going to take Knicks 4-3. I think that was right around plus 450. Plus 400 or better is fine. Blazers, like you mentioned, I've got minus one and a half games. Um, that price for the Blazers is kind of moving around. It was up to minus 130 yesterday. I'm seeing minus 106. If you look around and you see Blazers plus anything, that's worth a play too, but I don't know if that exists. And then the Nets, I think the Nets are just going to beat up on the Celtics. I don't really know what to do in that series. You know, maybe you look for Nets, things like that. And we don't have a Sixers series yet, but once that opens, I'm looking for Sixers minus two and a half games. You know, fingers crossed that that price won't be too bad. I'm hoping we'll get it better than minus 110, maybe of the plus something for a few minutes. So keep your eye out for that. If you see the Sixers series open, minus two and a half games is a good look, but Again, Portland minus one and a half games, and then the Knicks to win the series four to three are the two that I have in right now. All right, I can get down with that. I found a, I was I was playing with a bracket here. I was looking for a bracket, and it was completely last year. So I'm like, what? What are we doing with this? How are the How are the Jazz the four seed? What's going on? This might not even be last year's. I tried to pull up a bracket. So yeah, the, I like this total, by the way. Yeah, completely. We don't have any baseball. We didn't get a baseball guess, but I saw somebody else tweet this. I think Joe Ostrowski's behind this. Do you do you know what this is, Andy? The White Sox beating up lefties. Yeah, they were good at that last year. I mean, just like uh, basically infinity, he says. But yeah, I'll read his tweet here or his comment for the podcast listeners. White Sox versus a left-handed pitcher in effect today and against a beat-up Yankees team coming back from a long road trip. Sox WRC plus versus left-handed pitching is basically infinity. Yeah, that's a runs runs created stat. W... It means it's oh man the lowercase w means it's weighted something and the plus means it's uh adjusted for park factors all the baseball stuff has like a code to it so getting uh getting a grip for that is pretty hard we'll ask we'll ask some baseball guys about that we'll do baseball friday again next friday for sure we'll get back to that and then uh also, you know, we'll try to dig around in that a little as we go through the rest of the summer. I'll try to get back into that now that I'm going to get through this major, hopefully unscathed. But, yeah, the White Sox and the Yankees are a goofy team, too. They, You kind of got to look at what's going on with the pitching against them. There was a game a few weeks ago where it was like, hey, this is an okay pitcher, but his velocity sucks this year compared to where it was. He's not getting the strikeouts. And it's like, if you can't strike out the Yankees, they're going to hurt you. If you strike, if you can get strikeouts, they will strike out plenty. They will hand you those strikeouts. If you don't, they're going to put them over the fence. And it was like Yankees team total hit in like two innings. So something to look at. But yeah, White Sox team total over maybe. Um, or just White Sox in general. I have no idea what those prices are. No, stack so. it up. Let's Why not? It. Yeah, let's do a stack. So, all right. Well, that's it for the weekend. Like I said, check out my Twitter if you're looking for some golf plays. I'll see what I can get put together for round three and beyond. I'll probably be taking a trip to Iowa, so I might even get into some of the – there's some props that they'll. I, I know we'll have in the legal book, so I might dig into some of that. Uh, if you are looking for a legal book, too bad at – our sponsor, WinBet, still $500 risk-free bet. If you live in the Wolverine State, it's a $1,000 free bet. That's Take it. Find a hockey underdog you like and just get weird with it. $1,000 free bet. It's risk-free. You will get that money back if you lose, so you don't even have to sweat it that much. Otherwise, if you're in the YouTube chat, please give us a thumbs up. 
because those are worth something to me in the long run, according to the algorithms over there at YouTube. If you're listening on the podcast, we thank you. Um, And yeah, just for everybody in the chat, everybody joining us on BetSpurts, everyone interacting with us on Twitter, and especially just the, the regulars, the Patricks and the Clints. And the even Kyle, Jesus Kyle. Sometimes you're Kyle. in here. Sometimes Kyle. Thank okay. you. And yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. You have anything else? Should we call Aaron Nola's pitching today? But the first five inning price is pretty rough. It's like minus 180 on the money line and laying half a run is like minus 125. But I'm going to poke around. I might do it to Jen Parley with uh, Philly's first five and something else. So not that you maybe, should do that, but maybe I might. just did Nola, Nola strikeout prop. Or, I don't know. I'll if find something. We'll, we'll figure something out. So. All right, see you guys. Let's have a uh, let's have a good weekend. Good we- good luck to Patrick and his second COVID shot. Good idea to get it. Take lots uh, of vitamin D. I I'm glad I got mine on Friday because my Saturday was a mess. Like I couldn't, I would have not have gone to work. So it worked out good. Good planning to do that on a Friday. And with that, let's head into the weekend. See ya.